Before we get started, a word from 3BR, proud sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. The guys and gals over at 3BR Distillery are talented creators and purveyors of unusual craft spirits made in their kitschy Slavic punk-style tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit made from peas is a homage to their family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house over at 3BR Distillery, located at 7 Main Street, Keyport, New Jersey. Cannon fodder. My name is Ed. And I'm Matt. And today we are celebrating Christmas with the best Christmas series of all time, Jingle All the Way. Are we allowed to celebrate Christmas anymore? Can we don't we have to call it the holiday episode? You know what? Jingle All the Way <laughs> is a series that really teaches people the importance of Christmas. <laughs> and as Jingle All the Way teaches us, it's also about Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, oh, Winter Solstice. So, That's right. It's a series, guys. There is more than one <laughs> Jingle All the Way movie. So if you're watching this and you've only seen the Sinbad and Schwarzenegger vehicle, <laughs> Jingle All the Way, you have missed out on one hell of a film. I mean, yeah, Ed and I are fresh. Thank you for that. Ed and I are fresh off of watching Jingle All the Way. Two. <laughs> yes. Because every year I watch Jingle All the Way. Yes, of course. I watched it's it yesterday. Awesome. It, it holds up, even though it's very dated in the in the way that you go after toys. Like yeah. it's just funny. It works. Schwarzenegger plays a great psychopath. It's just awesome. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. And the, the fact that it's it's one of those movies that I think wouldn't work as well if it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Because he is one of those guys who you don't you know, obviously, because he's you know known for his action movie pedigree, but he's got very good comedic timing, you know. And but the movie, you know, the, the plot of Jingle the Way is very simple and and, and basic and whatnot, right? Yeah. Uh, but like his comedic timing in the movie really lends a lot to it. And he's and he's still you know he's a suburban dad, but he's still a suburban dad who's like six four and yeah. looks like he's a bodybuilder. And my favorite part about it is that he's a mattress salesman <laughs> it's such a 90s thing like 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 so much of this movie is like a cultural time capsule yes and one of those aspects is the fact that he's able to support his family on a mattress salesman salary good on him but more importantly he completely ignores his family yes 
selling mattresses. Well, what's good about it, what's great about it too, is that it's it's not even the fact that it, it's not even just the fact that he's a mattress salesman. Because you see in the opening scene, yeah. it's, he's a mattress salesman for like some sort of mattress conglomerate, right? Yeah, yeah. In this, like, You're my really favorite customer, ni- yeah. <laughs> and they're in this really nice office building, yeah. and he's got this huge, like, very modern looking yeah. office, right? And everybody's wearing like, like you know, you go to buy mattresses today, it's in like a, it's in a freaking strip mall, you know, with like the business casual, like it, it's just it's it's so out of the it's just so out of the realm of believability. <laughs> you know what I wanted to bring up is that so. Two of the Christmas movies I watch every year are The Santa Claus and Jingle All the Way. Yes. And if you haven't watched both movies recently, The Santa Claus starts out the same way, right? So both Jingle All the Way and The yeah. Santa Claus starts out with the father at a Christmas party for his company with a neglected son and he's you know and he shows up late to where he has to be with his son. So it's very interesting how both movies start off the same. And before we dive fully on the movie, I feel like we have to talk about our drink of the podcast. Yeah, so drink of the podcast. Drink of the expertly, podcast. Expertly prepared by our um, SVP of Hot Sauce Acquisition, our director of um, uh, sticker production and social media intern and expert bartender maker, Melissa. This is a an old-fashioned, a peppermint yes. old-fashioned, we're going to call yes. it. Yes. Even though the only thing peppermint about it is that we stuck a candy cane We stuck a candy cane in, in there. <laughs> And, of course, it's an old-fashioned, so that means there's whiskey in it. And we have Visky with a V from the one and only distilling sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. Our first sponsor, 3BR Distillery, 7 Main Street, Keyport, New Jersey. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram. Um, they have an upcoming New Year's Eve party. So if you're listening to this, it means that it's before New Year's Eve because you are spending Christmas doing what you do Best, which is listen to Cannon Fodder. Um, 3BR always has great events. Their next event is um, both December 30th and yep. December 31st. They have open bar um, New Year's Eve celebrations. So if you don't want to celebrate New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve, they're the only company who has you. But but visit uh, 3BR. You can get their spirits throughout New Jersey and many of the uh, nearby states. We are using their Visky for this um, cocktail, which I haven't tried yet. So we're going to cheers, cheers. and... Uh, Jingle all the way. <laughs> and jingle all the way. <laughs> Very good. Um, nice. This did a good job. And just like all their spirits, you know, like their their whiskey and, and, and their Garovka and their Mendel, all their different spirits, they have a very distinct, like, earthy taste, and it's really good. But, yes, talking about jingle all the way. So here's where I want to start. While I was watching the first jingle all the way, like with an eye to the podcast as opposed to how I watch it every year, <laughs> I put together a list of all the crimes that Howard, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, committed over the course of the movie. In no particular <laughs> order, he committed assault multiple times, <laughs> fleeing the scene of a crime multiple times, impersonating a police officer, destruction of property, most notably the DJ window for a radio station, as well as multiple store displays, breaking and entering at least twice, right? He broke into <laughs> yes. Ted's house. Yes. Um, <laughs> arson. Theft. Animal abuse. He punched a reindeer in a Christmas movie, and most importantly, <laughs> assaulting a police officer multiple times. So the great Robert Conrad, who if you want to go on IMDb, just see all the roles that Robert Conrad 
had over time. He played this police officer who is this great running gag throughout the movie where just like wherever Schwarzenegger turns, he just ruins that guy's day. <laughs> but he is a psychopath. Like like the amount of crimes that he commits over the course of this movie is stunning. Yeah, it really is fucking fascinating because it's you it's it's one of those things you you don't you never like look at these movies through that lens right right and then when you finally do you're like oh like yeah. these are like you know and, and and then you know on the on the flip side right you've got um phil hartman's character who's right? supposed to be the villain right but like and he's not an out and out villain but he's definitely slimy <laughs> like you basically know? phil hartman tried to to like cheat or like steal Howard's wife, right? And he's Fine. very, and he's very clearly banged half of the neighborhood. I like, mean, I don't know what it is about Phil Hartman, but every woman in that neighborhood <laughs> just drops their panties immediately. <laughs> so like, it's because like he's able to bake cookies and and like they do all these euphemisms, like like the light switch doesn't work or right. fix my plumbing. Like it's just so clear yeah, that he's just oh, cleaning up across town. God. but that's not enough for him. He needs he needs also the one woman, correct? That, like, who doesn't want him as well? Yes. <laughs> And it's like it's 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 almost like he's very ahead of his time, right? Like he you know, he's like he's he he bakes right. Like you said, he bakes the cookies. He mm-hmm. does like the he's the good father figure, right? Like he's yeah. not the bad boy, right? But he's still cleaning up. <laughs> but I also love this line of dialogue where his son mentions how he didn't do any of that until they got divorced. Yeah. So he talks about how like you know like your parents should get divorced because before. Um, my parents got divorced. My dad didn't do any of those things. Yeah. So, and, and like, he, what he hires what Christmas carolers? He like he rents a reindeer? Or no, he buys a reindeer, and then his plan is to just release the reindeer into. That's the most oh, ridiculous part. What, what is part. the quote? It's like, if nature is kind, they'll take them as one of their own. Yeah, his whole, his whole like, when he because he starts that statement, he's like, he's like, he's like, I've been watching a family of deer down by Lake Minnetonka or something like that. He says, and I'm just like. It's like, and it's just, he's so like, you know, you know, you know what he is too, right? He's, he's like a hipster almost yes. too, right? Cause like, that's something you can hear like a fucking insufferable yeah. hipster saying. It was like, like, well, I've been bird watching down in the park and I've been spotting this family. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. But I also <laughs> think it's all an act too. He's, he's, he's such a manipulator. I think 100%. he just knows that the women want to hear that. So he says it. Yeah. He's and a- I do like how over the course of the movie, you kind of see, his facade crack like there's that one moment where he burns his hand on the cookies yeah. and then he yells at the kids for the first time and you realize <laughs> oh this whole like ted is a character oh it totally is yeah and he, and he's just like yeah like like i said his he's he's not the out and out villain but he's definitely slimy like he definitely he feels slimy and it's not but does that mean myron's the villain like who it like See that's the thing. Like, but he also Myron gets the toy at the end. You're yeah. supposed to feel sorry for him. See, like, it's weird. Is like, capitalism the villain? I th- <laughs> <laughs> like, like consumerism. What is the villain? Right. Big companies. <laughs> the, the 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 villain. Honestly, I think the villain is it's 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 Howard. Right. Like he is yeah. the hero, but also the villain. Right. Because he because because it's not even like you know he. Something has happened to him right. that has prevented him from getting this toy to his, for his son. Right. He's just a neglectful father, you know? <laughs> and as we find out from the end of the movie, he also forgot his wife's gift, too. Right. So this yeah. this, this guy – and, like, I, you know, this is one of those things about these, like, movies where, like, you know, you think too much into it, you know, it kind of ruins it. But, like, if you really think about it, like, so is this guy working seven days a week? Right. Selling mattresses like he couldn't like like I'm not saying this is like the way you should do it, but 
this guy couldn't just go to a jewelry store yeah. one random Saturday, just buy a bracelet. He completely forgot just like buying a gift, like a sweater. I think like, nothing. He literally just completely forgot his wife. Yeah. Let alone the fact that like he was told to buy his son a gift and just completely forgot. Well, and, and he's also like, you know, he he is missing out on the benefits of being this alleged like sort of high powered executive yes. at a big corporate company. That's what you have assistance for, dude. Correct. Like if I was in his shoes, no, I would not do any Christmas shopping. But I would say to my assistant, I would say, hey, yeah. go buy X, Y, and Z. Here's my credit card. Go off and do your. And this way, I can still sell mattresses seven days a week yeah. and still appear to be a good father. But even even that person is a better father because he at least spent thirty seconds thinking of his son. I know, right? Whereas <laughs> you spent no time. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's also crazy too because like he spends basically the entire movie ignoring his family. Yes. And then he just lucks like he just lucks into like you know the whole like it's just like a clearly comedic thing where like oh he becomes turbo man yeah well and speaking of lucking into things too i love like the hard left that this movie makes when he stumbles upon like the black market christmas operation going on just like the right technology in the heart of this. involved yeah and like, and it's, like and it's right in the heart of this like nondescript oh, yeah. city yes. too right like it's just you know the the john belushi character is like i mean it's just, first of all you're like John Belushi, yeah. like, and, and it's just such a bizarre fucking thing, and everybody's dressed as Santas, and they're all making these, like, counterfeit, you know, like, Canal Street fucking things, and it's hilarious. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. So, in, in fact, we have both discs here with us. We yes. just watched Jingle All the Way 2 on DVD. So and, bad. And I, I, and I had watched the Jingle All the Way Family Fun Edition, so I watched the director's cut because you really need to appreciate the director's vision when you talk about these movies. <laughs> but the Jingle All the Way Family Fun Edition, which I watched, had you know some good special features, but uh, it had basically two extended scenes. One was a scene where he catches up with a woman and he pays her for the doll and it ends up being a booster. And like, and that's just my favorite running joke. Where yes. It's just like, nobody likes you, booster. Yeah, nobody likes booster. <laughs> but then the other deleted scene that's fantastic is that midway through that scene where he's buying the counterfeit multilingual <laughs> turbo man <laughs> from this like santa claus mafia he he observes um a barbershop quartet yes. pop out so yes. like it's just uh, it's 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 really great but i love the whole like counterfeit santa system and also i want to bring that up because we, of course, also watched Jingle All the Way 2. <laughs> and Jingle All the Way 2 does not reference the original movie at all. Except fact, for? Except for two references, right? One is that because Matt and I are diligent and we, we do all the research, <laughs> we watched all the special features for Jingle All the Way 2, which <laughs> were more numerous than they should have been. But, you know, it's one of these, like... WWE produced like straight to DVD movies that like was at the tail end of Blockbuster. It was about you know 2014, like right, Which, right when there was like this weird like movie store revenue stream. But 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 wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. We, we have to go back to the yeah. the WWE produced Jingle All the Way to starring Larry the Cable. Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. Well, like, first off, they had to keep the wrestler. Um, the wrestler theme alive because the big show plays like the giant right. evil Santa with the suspenders in the first, in the first one, movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second movie, we have 
WWE star Santino, which I, you were the wrestling guy. Yes. I am not a wrestling fan. And I, you know, like there's a huge sticker because, of course, <laughs> I bought Jingle All the Way to new, you know. It's a huge sticker on the box. And I open it up, huge sticker about how it's Santino. I'm like, who the heck is WWE superstar Santino? Dude. <laughs> and so I, I Google him. The first thing I see is there's like a guy wearing a snake, like, like, glove thing yes. on his arm and like that's his finishing move like as though it's like you know oh, it's mortal combat so and then like th- i find this weird scene where the snake that's actually his arm with a sock on it getting controlled by like a flute and the whole thing is just like 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 a snake charmer this guy he acted better in wrestling than in this movie he also like no offense it's his first time acting whatever he had no purpose in Jingle All the Way Two. Zero like, like, purpose. So Jingle All the Way Two is about Larry the Cable Guy. Yep. Plays Larry the Cable Guy, <laughs> and yep. he's recently divorced. His wife just got married to the richest cardboard con- um, oh, dude, box guy. Such a Hollywood guy. movie trope, like the business in town, right? Is, he's is the only cardboard rich guy boxes. In town. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, there's this like natural competition between. Larry the Cable Guy, who's a really legit good father. So much of a better father than Schwarzenegger. So much He spends time with his kids. He loves his kid. He's spending... And whereas Schwarzenegger completely forgot the gift, right? Schwarzenegger... And had to, like, find it in one day. Larry the Cable Guy spends several days... Yes. ...trying to get this toy for his daughter. Unbeknownst to him, in an act of, like, rivalry and um, jealousy... Her new stepfather, by the way, her, his daughter's name is Noelle. Oh my god! Yeah, like, like, it's like she was uh, she was woof. born to be a fan of Christmas. <laughs> and so his rival in this, unbeknownst to Larry the Cable Guy, this stepfather is buying up all of Harrison the Bear, which is the Turbo Man of this movie. And he's such a villain, like this, like more so than Jingle All the Way. Like this stepfather is such a villain, but he buys up. All of these Harris and the Bears. So then, to Larry's character's credit, he spends days getting up early, waiting in line, doing all this, trying to like find this bear. And meanwhile, this like douchebag stepfather is like spending <laughs> thousands of dollars buying up every bear. But that's another thing that I love about the second one is mm-hmm. that it's so lazily written because mm-hmm. it's like they make it they make it very clear that there are plenty of these Harrison bears available until Victor starts doing his evil plot to buy them up. But the way that Larry, the cable guy, first gets into the scenario where he cannot procure them is simply by oversleeping. but, But not just like... By an hour. He oversleeps to like almost noon. Yes. There's this whole scene where he keeps on snoozing his alarm until like 11.30. And you're, you're like, th- like, it's such lazy fucking writing. It's so absurd. <laughs> and you know, Turbo Man in the first movie is like Tickle Me Elmo, the Cabbage Patch Kids. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's like a toy that's hard to get. Whereas in this one, Jingle All the Way 2, Harrison the Bear is a popular toy. Right. But is not disappearing from the shelves other than this douchebag right who's buying them all also we've just described the entire jingle all the way to plot and at no point did we mention santino because his character claude (laughs) plays no like you like with all due respect to his character you could just cut him out of the movie and you wouldn't even he's just larry the cable guy's best friend who all he does 
is is just he's just there from time to time and says nice things to Larry. And it's at like, no point does he contribute to the plot or storyline in any way. And it's like they were. It's like the producers and the directors and everybody were were, were making this movie, and then they were yeah. like, oh wait. Like WWE is producing, so we have to have a wrestler yes. in it. Let's just get Santino to be this this nondescript, be- like like idiot. Be- and he's very childlike too, you know. Like he's very that he's whole scene about yeah. yeah, like how you can't like he writes his own letter to Santa, and you can't read the letter to Santa. Or, and it's a federal offense to tamper with the U. It's so dumb. So his character like screams of the type of character that just. You can add to a script without changing it. Yes. You know, it's just like, you know, like, oh, we have a script. Now we got to add Santino. So we just add like four lines of dialogue throughout the course of the movie. And now we get this dude. Yes. You know, it's like it's, it's a rewrite that takes 30 minutes. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, let's just have this guy there. Sure. Larry has a friend. And one of my favorite parts about the Larry the Cable guy was that they or I'm sorry, the, the jingle all the way to is like you there it's and you're in this nondescript you know town right? yeah clearly where winter takes place but like it's so like mo- almost almost 100 percent of the scenes take place during the day yeah and it's just so obvious that they are in a warmer climate like yes. they are not in a cold wet like an actual cold it's weather very environment bright. like yeah yeah it, it, it screams of the south you yes. know that type of thing yeah it's just so obvious and the <laughs> This, this, like, there's no special effects. First of all, nope. right? not that really you, you need to have them. But like, the acting is so bad. The just everything about it is like it barely seems like watchable. A bad Hallmark. It's movie. a bad yeah, Hallmark. It's movie. you know, it's like, but like, well, especially because the whole plot of the bear doesn't come in until like almost like forty minutes into the movie. You are well into the movie. Like, like, like they mention like a bear early on. And then, like, her wanting a bear. Also, like, she doesn't even want the bear. Like, I love how that's also a thing. Yeah. But also, let's get into the canon of it because, you know, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here after As all. I roll my eyes on this uh, non-visual format. Um, <laughs> so, Jing All the Way to, like we talked about, there is one special feature mention of uh, Turbo Man where um, they make a fake commercial for this um, toy. And then uh, that's all the special features. The, the other real connection is... There is another Christmas slash elf themed black market in this town. So I can only imagine that in the world of Jingle All the Ways. Or it's a Jingles All the Way? Jing- like Jingle All the like Ways? Jingles All the Way, like Attorney's <laughs> General. But in the world of Jingles All the Way, which I think should be the name of this podcast, Jingles All the Way, <laughs> um, there is a very large, spread out, um, Santa themed mob. Because that's what you have in this, like, like, it's one of the scenes that is almost just like the original, where is like there is a there is some sort of police, a huge police bust for one guy selling one doll in a it's, junkyard. It's like there's like all the cops in town show up to stop one guy selling one doll. I know, and the best part about that though is that. It's the only like there's like two there's like two recurring characters in the mm-hmm. movie right that are not necessarily main characters right there's the the waitress at the diner yeah who um, who I almost feel like at, at some point she was supposed to be some sort of love interest for Liar the Cable Guy yeah but then they realize Liar the Cable Guy doesn't deserve the love of other people no 100 <laughs> percent because he's just like this repulsive human yeah. being. But then, yeah, there's this this one recurring character, the guy that works at the toy store yeah. that Larry constantly goes to, and he's the one that's always saying "Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa," blah blah blah, and Winter Solstice, like, right? And Winter Solstice, yeah, trying to be like politically correct. And then <laughs> the big 
twist is that he's the one that's also doing the black market deals in the warehouse with this random like little person who's an elf. You know, it, it's just like it's... that part was definitely I think taken from doing all the way. Right. But also, yeah. th- th- and this is where I think it's it's like a real shame. Like, it would have cost them nothing. To just throw in one or two references to Jingle all the way, and, like, and they and well, and it's infuriating because they do it in the special features, which yes. very could have easily just been a scene in the movie. Like because there's a whole montage of Larry going to different toy stores yeah. looking for the bear. Yeah, in any one of those montage shots, there just could have been a Turbo Man poster on the wall behind right. him. Or they could have done it like they—they're they, one of the big like subplots of the movie yeah. was this you know local journalist who turns into like this investigative reporter yeah. to expose the box companies you know uh, buying up of the toys or whatever. But there are like several scenes where you see her on TV, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the scenes she specifically mentions. The is a story about the bear. It would have taken an extra thirty seconds to be like, you know, not like remember the time, the last time there was this yeah. much fanfare over a toy was Turbo Man. We in haven't seen this, since right? Turbo like, Man. Because that's yeah. exactly what they yeah. did in that, in like that, that special after credit, like deleted scene. Like it just, it's so weird. But it's also a difference between like the type of money they had too, right? Like yeah. all the way was like a big movie, yeah. like, and you can see that because like that opening sequence where like they have like the jingle, uh, like where um. They show like a Turbo Man. Almost, it's very much like a Power Rangers TV show. Yep. Also, I don't know if you, if you notice. So there are these. They're called like I think the Veracruz Rocks. There's these like, you um you notice it all the time. It was in um it was in Power Rangers. Of it's course, in multiple yeah. episodes of Star Trek. There are these um slanted, um like sedimentary rocks. Yeah. In California. Yep. And like they shoot any type of sci-fi thing. They shoot at these rocks. And of course. The opening sequence where, like, Turbo Man is saving the president's family. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is, you know, happening in those rocks. But, yeah, so it's, 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 like, they do a good job of, like, really, like, playing into, um, like, the whole, like, early 90s, like, obsession with, like, these toys. Yeah, like, Turbo sure. Man could be a Power Ranger. You know, like, it's obviously barring, um, like, like, like it's, it's, it's barring a lot from, um... Like, 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 because the first thing I think is Tickle Me Elmo. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And and yeah, it's funny too, because like, yeah, you, you, you don't think it's funny to think about it now, but like you said, bigger movie at the time, like Sinbad in 1996 was like huge. Yeah. You know, Arnold was still huge yes. in 96, right? Phil Hartman, like, you know, huge in a that different... That was one of his last roles. Right. And he had done several movies with... Exactly. Um, like, like he was Sinbad. huge in a, in a different way, right? Like, you know, he was definitely more on, on the comedic side. It's the first time... He's not often... Well, I guess he's... He's kind of like a villain in The Simpsons sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes. But it's the first... Yeah. First time he's really a villain live action. Right, for sure. But like yeah no like it, it you you see a, a very stark contrast and you know one thing I just I just noticed looking at this the the uh, cover the case to jingle all the way too yeah Larry the cable guy is wearing a Santa outfit but he still has his like signature fucking like fishing hat on underneath oh the Santa hat like it's just is that photoshopped on I'm pulling it right now like I, he, I, I mean like... he just commits to the bit I mean the. What we need to do is we need to because we didn't mention this right in Jingle All the Way too. Yeah, his name is Larry. Yes, and apparently in every movie that he does, and he's done s- too many movies. You're talking about the Larry the Cable Guy cinematic universe. That's what I'm saying. That like we have to find a way to connect 
all of the Larry the Cable Guy movies. Because if he's playing a guy named Larry in every fucking movie, there has to be some sort of connection. <laughs> yes. Well, that, so that's the first thing I thought of. So, like, I looked up because I was trying to be like, is there anything else? <laughs> so, first off, I just love that, like, his IMDb is literally Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. But with the exception of, like, Mater in, you know, uh, the Cars movies. Just about every character he plays is Larry the Cable Guy. So, for instance, in addition to Jing All the Way, where he, of course, is Larry, he plays Larry in Tooth Fairy 2, which, <laughs> as though, like, he's, like, the patron saint of bad... Yeah, of bad sequels. <laughs> he's also, of course, Larry in um, Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. <laughs> uh, like, he is Larry in multi... He's... He's Larry in Witless Protection. Oh, God. So there are several movies where he is Larry. And I worked at Blockbuster back in like when these movies are coming out between like 2008 and like 2012. Yeah. Like all these movies are coming out. Like he did really well. People were really into this like People whole Larry thing. People obsessed with Larry crazy the Cable is that, Guy. Like, he's just kind of like disappeared. I'm, I'm sure he does well like as a stand-up guy because like yeah. I can see like that being a shtick that still works because he – can be objectively funny sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, there's no, nobody could have made this movie better. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's absurd. And it's and, a lot of, and the line reading, it's a lot of like, like, a, it seems like a lot of times, like, people are just like reading their lines for the first time, like off a cue card. Just being oh, like, yeah, there was like no table reading. Oh, no, reading. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, no, there were, there were, no, there were no table reads for this movie. This is the kind of movie that I feel like was, was shot in like, Eight days, you know, like oh yeah, absolute <laughs> minimum amount of time. Just yeah. like yeah, just crank it out, and it's just it, the other thing that, that I that I find fascinating too, which I didn't really think about until just now. It's it's almost twenty years in yeah. between these two movies, which is like like uh, like who was just like you know what we need to do make another jingle all the way movie like it's but <laughs> I, so I know we bought it for the podcast right, but like. There's a like I could have rented that. that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Also, because like, what what's crazy is that both these movies being very different, they're almost time capsules in themselves. I mean, yep. it's like a good way to like wrap up the podcast. So you look at Jingle all the way, right? It's a it, it's a it it's a world that doesn't exist anymore. It's, right. You know, we're just like you know, like you buy the toys at a store. Like you go from store to store to store, and and like all this stuff. There's no online shopping. Like. Major plot points is you know like he, he like he has a car phone not a cell phone right. there's no internet there's no yeah. this like it would have been so much easier if he could have just like Google things right. you know and then like the very existence of Jingle all the way too is a time castle for a different time right where it's like so we live in a world where there are tons of legacy sequels as we call them yeah now, where you know you get the original actors back you know like be it Scream or the Mighty Ducks TV show. Yep. Or like you get like the Santa Claus, right? right? You know, like the, which I think might be our next Christmas special. You know, like yes, yeah. it's, it's not that they just made a Santa Claus four with a new Santa Claus, Larry, the cable guy, a Santa Claus. <laughs> like, like now with these, now with these streaming services, they're putting more money into these sequels. So you get like Tim Allen and the other, like they get Judy, the elf back right. in the latest season of Santa Claus. Right. Like they get all these people, they go out of their way to connect and to all this. Whereas Jingle All the Way 2 is a product of like when I was working at Blockbuster during its like last couple years where they had Legally Blondes, which was Legally Blonde oh, 3, God, but it yeah. was her like, but you know, she wasn't in it. Like Reese Witherspoon wasn't in it, but right. like they have her two niece twins, you know, and you had, like we just mentioned, Tooth Fairy 2. You had like, I 
will always know what you did last summer. Ugh. There was all these like, you know, yeah. straight to DVD sequels that like spent no time connecting themselves to the original other than being basically a remake. Like right. it's not a sequel. Like when you think of Jingle All the Way 2, you think, "Oh, like what is Mar- what's Marlin up to now?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, this is just it's just a remake basically and it's like not a very well done remake. And there's no there, and there's no like um way for this movie to exist anymore. There's right. no like there, there's no cuz DVDs are pretty much gone, you yep. know, like there's no like movie stores, rental places, like streaming services, like this whole like revenue stream doesn't exist anymore. It's yeah. like so so you know what? We might never get a jingle all the way three. <laughs> but if you were to make another jingle all the way movie, what would you do? Oh, that is a good question. Um I would do I would go I would go dark. Okay. And I would go I would take it back to like the original. Okay. Right. And, you know, it's the 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 kid who the one kid, right, who didn't get the toy on Christmas, right. you know, um, for whatever X, Y, Z reason. Yeah. And then now he's like the villain. Right. And he does kind of something similar to what that like he's like the Scrooge almost. Right. Right. Now he's like rich and powerful. And he doesn't want anybody else to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. And it's like that's what I would do. I would go dark with it. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, like it would be fun if like and it would star Batista. Well, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> apparently WWE has the rights to this movie, so it needs to be, you know. So it's going to be John Cena plays a, a grown-up Jake Lloyd. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if I were to really do one, I think it would be interesting to have, like, like, so very famously, right? So you have A Christmas Carol is, of course, the quintessential Christmas story, which is like what started what we think of as a Christmas stories, right. right? And then, of course, you have It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas carol for Bob Cratchit. Right, yep. Right? So I would like to see some sort of jingle all the way where maybe the son of Schwarzenegger, and they probably would recast because Jake of Lloyd course, isn't yeah. like acting anymore, but like he goes through a similar thing where he has to like be a better father. Right. Almost like the vacation remake the vacation was remake, or yeah. stuff like that. Or, like, or maybe if you really want to go like, dark a little bit with it like what happens to marlon's son right yeah well it's, his so, dad goes to jail loses his job right it's, it's almost kind of like ted right with like right. giovanni rubisi as yeah. like the bad guy in ted mm-hmm. where like he never had the toy right and it fucked with him for his entire life right you know like that's kind of like what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah so, so, so it's, it's almost like you could have a scene like like uh, in Hawkeye, where you like you see like the like the Avengers fight, yeah, like the exactly. opening, like the opening of Jingle All the Way three, because of course you have to acknowledge the Larry the King right. Guy movie it can't just be a Jingle All the Way two, it needs to be Jingle All the Way three. Uh, like it opens up and like you see like a young like Marlin's son, like a young black kid, yeah. you know, like watching the parade with his mom. And it's the Turbo Man And then fight. he sees the Turbo Man fight. He sees his dad lose. And he sees his dad lose his job and get arrested. And then from then on out, you know, like this young kid is like, you know, like like dealing with like Christmas is this terrible thing for him. And he yeah. almost has to have like a Scrooge moment where he learns to love Christmas again. But then he's and got- in that version, Schwarzenegger is the villain he deserves to be. <laughs> And he's trying to like capture Jake Lloyd's now older family, right? And like, like it's really, like Cape Fear, <laughs> and you can really get into it because, like, objectively, right? Like, both Marlon and um, Howard Schwarzenegger's character commit a lot of crimes, 
But only only the black man, (laughs) only Sinbad is arrested. And he's the federal employee. (laughs) And he committed so many less crimes than Howard. Like Howard, like like Howard becomes a hero and he committed so many more crimes. (laughs) So you know, that's where I want it. I want it to be like, you know, like uh you know, like a Christmas story for a new generation. Yeah. You know, like I love that where not only, you know, like teaches us about Christmas, but also about systemic racism. And just Schwarzenegger ends up in jail at the end of the movie. (laughs) So on that dark note, yes, that is how we will celebrate Christmas here. Yes, cannon fodder. (laughs) So if you haven't seen Jingle All the Way Two, we will be putting both Jingle All the Way and Jingle All the Way Two in the three BR boxes um, for Free Blockbuster. So follow Free Blockbuster New Jersey um, on Instagram and Threads. You'll see that we have we'll have both movies at three BR, um, and uh, like we said, you know three BR is not only a good place to get a free movie because we have free blockbuster box there, but it's also a good place to grab a drink. So it's important to support free blockbuster. Also, you don't have to pay for it because Jingle All the Way too, we paid for it. You don't have to take a movie, leave a movie. <laughs> this is a movie you take and bring back right away. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and I don't know. Enjoy. Enjoy the holidays or whatever the fuck it is you celebrate. (laughs) Happy winter solstice, everybody. My name is Ed. And I'm Matt. And this is Cannon Fodder. Fodder.